0: of my message okay, fast. Fast. so the title of my message this afternoon is the priesthood dimension that opens gates the priesthood dimension that opens gates this is the title of today's message then we are going to take it from the book of x chapter 12 from subsection 1 to 10 are we there the book of x chapter 12 from verse 1 to 10. I'm going to read from here. I want you to listen attentively. I'm not going to explain much on some of the things that we're going to read. Uh, So I want you to listen so attentively. About that time he wrote the king straight forth his hands to afflict and oppress and torment some who belonged to the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. And when he saw that it was pleasing to the Jews, he proceeded further and arrested Peter also. This was during the days of unleavened bread, the Passover week. And when he had seized Peter, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers. I wanted to put a pin there, and four each to guard him, Purposing after the Passover to bring him forth. To the people. Five, so Peter was kept in prison, but faith and prayer, that's the priesthood dimension, for him was persistently made to God by the church. Six, the very night before Herod was about to bring him forth, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, fastened with the two chains and sembris before the door were guarding the prison, and suddenly Come on, somebody shout, suddenly. Suddenly. An angel of the Lord appeared standing beside him, and a light shone in the place where he was, and the angel gently smote Peter on the side and awakened him, saying, Get up quickly. And the chains fell off his hands. Eight. And the angel said to him, Tighten your belt and bind on your sandals. And he did so, and he said to him, Wrap your outer garment around you and follow me that's the angel now that is giving peter an instruction nine and peter went out along following him and he was not conscious that what was apparently being done by the angel was real but thought you were seeing a vision when they had passed through the first guard and the second they came to the iron gate which leads into the city of its own accord, the gates swam open and they went out and passed on through the one street and at once the angel left him, priesthood the dimension that opens up gates. You only benefit from scriptures when you are able to draw out the mysteries and secrets. I always tell you that in every scripture, in every parable, in every story biblically, There are mysteries and secrets that are hidden, that are enshrouded in that scripture. So you can only benefit from that scripture if you are able to glean or to take out the mystery behind that scripture. If you can just read that scripture as if you are reading a normal novel, you will not benefit from that scripture. When the Bible says Jesus walked on water, if you can glean the mystery behind it, that, your life will start to transform and you start to command the results as if the devil does not exist. But if it becomes a historical issue, a story about Jesus Christ walking on water, you will not glean the power that the Bible is trying to relay and disseminate to you. So if you only know the stories, the parables, the prophetic books, the minor and the major books, the poetic books, but you can't glean mysteries, Whatever I'm reading or you are reading will not change and shift your life. So hidden in every story is a mystery, hidden in every preble is a mystery, hidden in every prophecy is a mystery, and that mystery it gives you a key to some demonic and satanic doors that may be set against you. So the moment I give a mystery from a scripture, that mystery becomes a key. To the next direction and to the next level. Am I communicating to, to somebody in this place? Yeah. When I read where the Bible speaks about give and it shall be given back unto you, good measure. I must not only see myself losing money, but I must glean the mystery behind the scripture that for God to do something in my life, I must create a platform. God wants platforms for him to do something. God wants to give me more. You always wants to give you more, but he saying give that which we have. Which means if I've got a better blessing, he wants to give me the best blessing. But for me to get the best blessing, I must list a better blessing. Abraham gave me Isaac that so that I give you the whole humanity. So if I keep Isaac to me and so to decode the God mystery behind what God is requesting. I'll keep Isaac to myself and I go get into somebody, then I'll lose the entire nation. So when God is saying to you or to Jacob, Jacob, I want you to take what he took from his brother Esau by whatever means that he took. Jacob must glean the mystery behind that God wants to raise up a nation that will represent Israel through Jacob. So it's a responsibility to glean mysteries that are found in every scripture are we together and when you when you get that key through mystery that key it will grant you grace to command now enormous dimensions of spiritual results spiritual results are predictable they are programmable but the only way i can program spiritual results and the only way they can become predictable is when i can read a scripture yeah. then after reading a scripture i glean a mystery come on somebody shout mystery. mystery and i glean a secret behind me, that scripture what is the secret what is it that god is trying to communicate to me i'm perusing the book of revelation i go past some scriptures i must glean the mystery i must glean the secret that is in the book of revelation then when i do that I will have a key. That key now will grant me enormous spiritual results in all the dimensions that I will try to engage myself into. Are we together? Amen. Are we together? Amen. So we are now getting to a place where we are hearing one of the kings who was a, a very despotic by the name Herodi And we are. Getting to understand the apostle of God by the name Peter, that I was speaking about Herodi uh, getting out of gems. After getting hold of gems, he annihilated gems, obliterated gems from the face of the earth. Then it pleased the Jews. Because it pleased the Jews, he went on to capture Peter, first to the dimension that opens up gates. When he took Peter, he intended that after Passover, because it was not according to the Jewish custom, we're not allowed to do any other work when it's uh, Passover week. We're supposed to observe the Passover week. So he said, since we are observing the Passover week, I'm going to deal with Peter after the Passover week. The Bible did not tell us the reason why really Peter was caught. And we don't care why Peter was put in prison. We know that Peter lived a life of oppression. He lived a life of suppression. He lived a life of depression and rejection. This is the time Jesus Christ left from the book of Acts as is chapter one, when Peter stood up in boldness and he testified some of the things that Jesus Christ testified. And this is now when we started to hear what Joel spoke about in the book of Acts. The Bible in the Old Testament, we knew that the Holy Spirit was coming to the prophets, it was coming to the priests, so that they may do an act on behalf of God. And Joel predicted that there will come a time that the Holy Spirit will fall upon all flesh. Your sons and your the daughters, they shall prophesy, young men shall see visions, old men shall dream dreams. He predicted it before it transpired. So, since Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, No one now brought that season now to its manifestation. But in the book of Acts now, we are hearing the apostles now bringing back the prediction that this is what was prophesied by Joel, that in the last days I shall pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters they shall do prophesy. Maidens, women, they shall see visions, old men shall dream dreams. It was, and it's happening now, because people were detuned and they were so perplexed. How come these people who are uneducated, they are speaking the word of God with power. They are speaking the word of God with such command. They had gleaned a mystery and they understood that they were not ordinary people. So they understood now, after Jesus Christ had gone, that the men that we were with, He was not an ordinary person. Inasmuch as it was difficult for Philip and the brothers to understand that Jesus Christ was Spirit and he was the representation and the reflection of God the Father, they continued to ask Jesus, show us the Father, and Jesus Christ said regardless of my association and interactions with you, I am coming from a region of the Spirit. When you see me walking on top of water, It's a mystery that I want you to understand that when we say you are going to walk on top of serpents and on top of scorpions, it's not just a wish, it's actually an event and a spiritual reality that can be captured. If you glean mystery, there are spiritual realities that are written in the Bible that can be captured by a child of God. This afternoon, I prayed, I brought sign that somebody is going to capture a spiritual reality. Then you can walk on that spiritual reality. He's saying, it's I'm, I'm, I'm casting out the spirits, the demons, you are going to do it again. It's not uh, things that are only for me as Jesus Christ. So, they're going to not understand until Jesus Christ left. So, Peter is in prison and the Bible now is giving us now a proper Theological exegesis on what transpired when he was in prison. It was not just a prison. He had guards that were guarding Peter as if he was a criminal. This man is imprisoned for professing the name of Jesus Christ and is placed in a maximum security. This prison was a maximum prison, and everything around Peter was maximum. The Bible says he had chains in his hands. Chains on his feet, then around Peter in that prison, there were guards, prison guards that were protecting Peter, and there was a gate that leads to the prison where Peter was, upon the gate, there were prison guards that were there, and there were other gates that could lead to the prison of Peter, and from Peter again, if you get out from the prison, there were other gates that were waiting for you, and after you break those gates, there was a gate that was given unto us by the apostles and known as the iron gates because of its material and because it was strong. So where Peter was, it was difficult for him to get out. But praise be to God, because the church had not lost the priesthood. What is priesthood? Priesthood is not when you put a garment, a paper garment, you took the urim and the thummim. Then you start now to pray unto God. Priesthood is prayer. When you get engage in prayer, prayer has been relegated as communication between God and man. But prayer is for the ability to open gates. Yes, for the ability to open dimensions. That's called priesthood dimension. When I engage in prayer, I'm not only there to hear the mind of God. I'm not only there to commune with God. But I'm there to release power to my destiny. I'm there to open those gates. Lift up your yes or your gates. And be lifted up you everlasting doors that the King of Glory may come in. So if you read now the scripture before that, it says, who is this generation? The Bible says, this is Jacob. The generation that calls unto God. Calling way in the priesthood dimension. Are we together? So the challenge of gems is that when James was put in prison, nobody prayed for James. Priesthood dimension was not accessed when James was put in prison. But praise be to God, the church realized its mistake. That we thought that we we're going to use the legal words. The legal means to take out James from the prison. But this time around, we must engage into something, into priesthood dimension in the year 2022, child of God. I want to prophesy over your life you that engage in priesthood dimension, you see gates opening up in your life Amen. then the priesthood dimension is not only responsible in opening up gates but it's responsible in closing the gates that you don't want there are satanic and demonic cultural gates that I don't want to see I can pray them and they close and they are gates that I want to open open the floodgates of heaven, it's only the priesthood dimension that can open the floodgates of heaven together? So, the Bible says now, when the intercessors were praying, they were praying at a certain house, at Rhoda's house, praying for the release of Peter. As they were praying for the release of Peter, the times that they were in, they were overwhelming. Even in the times that we are living, people of God, they are overwhelming. We need to engage into the priesthood dimension. These times that we're living in, they are typical times. They are the most difficult times than ever. It's a time. So we need to engage into priesthood. Am I communicating to somebody? So the Bible says, prayer was made continually without ceasing unto God for Peter. Which means when we pray, and we realize that things are not happening, we must not tire and lose hope. Because persistence, it breaks resistance. I know we've been praying for something for the past three years. We've been praying for a breakthrough for a gate to open for the past five years. But you must continue to pray. But the more you continue to pray, you are the then whatever you are fighting against, that door it will open somewhere, somehow. Am I communicating to somebody? Some people, some people they always say when you pray for one thing uh, uh, for more than two years it shows a lack of faith and not power. No. When you persist in prayer doors and gates, they will start to open. Come on, somebody shout gates. I, I don't hear you. Yes. Shout gates. Yes. So the Bible now is telling us that while Peter was dead, he was sleeping. The Bible doesn't tell us that Peter was praying. In this life, you need people that will stand with you in prayer. You know, there are times that even giants can run out of power. You can run out of energy. In the times that we are in, you need to have two or three people that can stand with you in prayer, that when things are not going well, they must, by the reason of the Spirit, pray for you. You can pray for yourself when things are quite good, but there are some times when things are difficult, when you need somebody to rise up and pray on your behalf. Peter was sleeping. He knew that historically, all the apostles that were prior to him, John was beheaded by the same king. He again. He was killed by this despotic king, so he knew that the outcome of this matter, he was going to be destroyed. So the Bible tells us that Peter was sleeping. As he was sleeping, prayer was being made. As he was sleeping, intercession was being made. And the Bible says, Well, you are. In that prison, an angel appeared. Suddenly, an angel appeared. Come on, somebody shout, suddenly. suddenly. I prophesy a suddenly anointing of my life Amen. and a suddenly breakthrough over my life. Amen. So the Bible says an angel appeared unto Peter. When that angel appeared unto Peter, the Bible says a light shone in the prison where Peter was. And the angel, the Bible says, it gently smote Peter and Peter woke up when peter woke up the bible says the first thing that transpired was that the chains that were around peter they fell on their own that was a spectacular entry there is a spectacular entry that angels can do in your life angels can do in your business when you engage yourself in the priesthood you may be locked between a hard rock and a hard place but the moment you engage in priesthood god will release angels that will come in a spectacular manner to deliver you. That even the people around you, they will not understand what really transpired over your life. Why? Because the priesthood has been engaged. Uh, Can I prophesy like I feel it? It's only the only way where we can engage and access secrets in the kingdom of God. And the Bible says, when chains fill up, The Bible says the sentries that were before the door, guarding the prison, they they did not understand what was transpiring. And the Bible says, Peter awoke from his sleep. And he got up quickly, when he got up quickly, the Bible says the angel said to him, Peter, Tighten your belt. Yet the time to take his mantles. And he said, let us go. But something that is transferring there, Peter is not understanding what's transferring. He's thinking that, and I, I think it's a vision. I think I'm dreaming. And the Bible says, the angel of the Lord took Peter by the hand. When he took Peter by the hand, the Bible says it took him out of the prison. When it took him out of the prison, it led him through gates. I want to prophesy this afternoon Amen. that let there be angels that are going to lead you through the gates. Amen. Every gate of your life, there are people that will go watchmen and gatekeepers. If they are gatekeepers in a person's life, they are demonic monitoring gatekeepers again. So if my gate does not have proper gatekeepers, The devil keep my gate. And you keep that gate so that I may not cross over to the other side. The Bible is speaking about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is going to gathering. The moment Jesus Christ entered gathering, one of the gatekeepers of gathering started to shout, Why did you come to destroy us? Demonic and satanic gatekeeper are we together Started to shout at Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ rebuked. Why is this man shouting at Jesus Christ? He's trying to stop the movement of the gospel, the advancement of the kingdom of God. Because after you hear all these things, you understand that when this man was delivered, about 10 cities were delivered through him. So some gatekeepers, they know that because one thing that you must understand when you are dealing with the gates, One gate, it leads to many gates. When I open one gate, there are many gates that will start to open up. When I enter a room, there are many rooms that appears in that room. So you need now to understand which gates am I dealing with? Am I am I going to get with somebody? All these other gates that Peter dealt with, they were small gates, but there was the major gate that was called the iron gates. The Bible says. The angel, when it opened that iron gate, said unto Peter you are free. You need to go now. Glory to Jesus. Amen. So this prison, it was a maximum security prison that a normal person would not just come out. Am I, am I, am I talking to somebody in this place. Amen. There are those demonic and satanic maximum prison that the devil is designed and fashioned. I told you that the Bible says no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. I said when the Bible is speaking about fashioning weapons, he's saying that when the devil is fashioning weapons against me, he does not just fashion weapons and start to attack me, no. But he first of all has me, then he starts my weaknesses, and he will start my capabilities and ability. So any weapon the devil is going to fashion, you will fashion it according to my weaknesses. According against my strength, so he knows that if I take rights, I can hit him. So, you fashion a weapon after he studied you. So, the devil is not going to wake up one day and say, I am uh, fashioning a weapon against so and so. You will study from afar while you are growing up, while you are going to change, you are giving, you are praying. He's studying, he knows your weakness. The day he knows your weakness, he brings that weapon. When he brings that weapon, he attacks you with a very weapon. Look at David. The devil could not come through David, uh, through prayer and through worship. He knew that David was powerful when it comes to prayer and when it comes to worship. Am I communicating with somebody? He knew that I cannot fight David physically. But David could fight. He knew that I could not fight uh, David in the area of wisdom, in the area of revelation, but he knew that David had a weakness it comes to women. So he fashioned them. Now a weapon against David. So David fell because of that weapon. Am I communicating with somebody? He's coming again to, to a man like Abraham. He fashioned a weapon against Abraham. That in this generation of Abraham, all the people that are born there, they are lying each and every time. So you know that I started with Abraham when he spoke what he spoke to the to king of Malachi. So when I'm going to attack Jacob, I'll fashion the weapon according to their weakness. Am I going to get somebody? Yeah. So when the devil is coming to attack me, you check my family background, you check my family tree. And you realize that in their family, no one gets married. So you fashion such a weapon against my life. But I prophesy that God is rising up. Yeah. I say that God is rising up. Yeah. No weapon fashioned against you that shall prosper. Yeah. I said, no weapon fashioned against you that shall prosper. Yeah. So gifts are not only material. Even human beings can also be gifts for or against you. If someone can signature somewhere and you get elevation, and someone can signature and you are are, are, are demoted, that person becomes a gift to my destiny. We don't have to look for those material gifts only. There is somebody that God has list and staged in my life. That is what the ability to assign and signature somewhere, then I'm elevate it. You can signature somewhere, then I'm demoted so if you know now that know how to deal and treat such people and these people that can signature your destiny and signature your next level they are called gatekeepers every person in life you need to have a gatekeeper someone that can speak positively for you not against you someone who can reference your life Am i communicating with somebody that's why when you're writing your resume they always say put at least three references These are the people that you attested to, that they can speak positive about my life. You don't put people that you know that they don't like you. These are called gatekeepers. Am I communicating with somebody? So among these three references, if two say you are a bad person, you are a thief, it means you're not going to get a job. So these are called gatekeepers. They are not only known as referrals. So now the church is praying at God's place. The Bible, it says, now let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. How can God arise if you don't make God's enemies your enemies? The only time when God arises is when I make God's enemies my enemies. That's when God can arise. God will not just arise, but I can only make God's enemies my enemies through priesthood. Come uh-huh. on somebody shout priesthood. priesthood. I don't tell you, shout priesthood. priesthood. So as priesthood, the Bible now tells me that after Peter was taken from prison, the Bible says he went straight. He knew through the lens and the intelligence of the spirit that my list and my exodus, it was not by my power, but there's something that is happening. There's a place where there's a priesthood activity happening. Then the Bible says he went unto the house of Rhoda. While they are praying, there was a knock at the door. Okay. While he is knocking at the door, the Bible says the young girl Rhoda heard the knock and she went unto the door. Then, when she went unto the door, she opened up the door, she saw that it was supposed to be and she closed it, slammed back the door, and continued with prayer. And people they ask who is at the door. Roger said, it's the angel of Peter? You see, this church was used to angelic stations that was physical, to an extent that when they saw that angel, they thought that it was just an angel representing Peter, but it's busy doing its own work. So we don't have to disturb it, and it must not disturb us. And Peter continued to, 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 to knock. As to continue to knock, the Bible says they went back and they opened. Because they prayed, but they knew that it took a miracle for the gates to open where Peter is. So we are going to pray not only for a, for a night vigil, but we are supposed to pray for two weeks. That was their plan to pray for the whole month. Until Peter is released but they did not know that there's a dimension that's miraculous. That is the dimension of priesthood. That when I pray in Christ, things will happen instantly. Are we together? When I pray, when I push, there are things and doors that will start to open up. I want to prophesy in this place that there are doors that are opening up in your life. There are doors that are opening up in a business. There are doors that are opening up in your family. Doors that were closed by the devil. Doors that were closed by demonic entities they are opening up in your life. Am I like communicating with somebody? Yeah. That's why the Bible is telling you about prophet Elijah, that when Elijah is, 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 is praying, that's when activities are happening in the realms of the Spirit. Yeah. You know that what you are facing, it can be an economic problem or a political problem, but we can only engage and start to solve these problems in the realms of the prayer. Yeah. When we engage ourselves in priesthood, that's why he said Andrew 7, I'm going to train here, and I want to go and check if there's an activity. I know that what we are seeing is physical, but all the activities are spiritual. Am I going to make to somebody? Amen. What I experience in this life is physical, but our life is not physical. We are fighting battles. That's why now Apostle Paul, as he's coming, as one of the greatest apostles, he said, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities mighty thrones and dominions we wrestle not against our aunties we wrestle not against our uncles it may be my auntie who is responsible for what is happening she's being used as a gatekeeper in my family it may be my uncle who's causing poverty in my family he's being used as a gatekeeper of poverty in my family but the battle must be engaged into priesthood The battle is spiritual. Am I communicating with somebody? That's why there are people who raised raised and erected altars against our lives twenty years, fifty years ago, and those people they are dead but those orders are still speaking against our lives. So I don't have to pray for the person who has raised the altar to die, but I must engage priesthood. Then the priesthood has got the ability now to go down to the root of the problem. Am I communicating with somebody? Okay. That's why we've got things that transpired a hundred years in our generation, and it comes from every civilization and every generation attacking people. If there is someone who died with heart Problem 50 years ago, it will continue to recycle in my family even though the person is gone. Why? Because it's not in the physical realm but it's in the spiritual realm. Am I communicating to somebody? So, angels have been given the responsibility in this year 2022 to fight in partnership with you. So, my responsibility is to go to the place of priesthood. Then when I pray, angels are going to act and perform on my behalf. I pray and I declare in this place, let there be a divine performance in your life. Let there be a divine action and activity in your life. I know it's like a place of priesthood. He understood that our oppression and subjection it may be physical, but we are not fighting against Nebuchadnezzar, our battle is spiritual, so he continued to pray in the priesthood. As he was praying in the priesthood, the Bible says, his prayer reached unto God, and God reached an answer unto Daniel, but the transphalied his spirit that way, in the realms of pressure they intercepted and interrupted the answer of Daniel. But because Daniel persisted in prayer, am I communicating to somebody somebody, uh, in prayer the Bible says an angel was released by God by the name Gabriel and God straight unto Gabriel. I want you to go down, fight for the answer of Daniel. Gabriel is not fighting for the prayer of Daniel, but is fighting for the answer. Which means the prayer had already reached God. And the Bible says when the angel came, it was intercepted again. Why? Well, because there was a, 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 a clench of satanic and demonic spirits that was so sophisticated in this rich operation that he intercepted Gabriel. And the Bible says, Daniel continued to pray. And he was praying, God had to release Michael, and he said, go and help your brother to to, to fight. And after that release, Brother, let your brother go to Daniel with his answer, then come back and fight for your brother out there, prophesy, let us feel it. It's going to be an angelic performance in your life, and it's going to be a suddenly in your life. It's going to happen why? Because I'm in a position of priesthood, I'm going to rise up in my family and close doors that I don't want to see. I know that there are doors of demotion, stagnation. In my family, it's my responsibility as the priest to rise up and close those doors. I know that we don't have doors of opportunities in our family. We don't have doors of elevation and promotion. I'm going to rise up and open up doors. When you open up one door, fifteen doors are going to open up. Can you prophesy like a When you close one door, that is demonic and satanic, trade doors are going to cross up, can, I, can am I, am I going to get into somebody this place? When I rise up as a Christian, I'm not only rising up for myself, but generations are going to use the same laws to go to their destiny. Can I prophesy like a filthy? That's why the Bible speaks about David, and it says that he had gone to war with the man and he came back to sick like when he was 16 like he realized that the Amalekites that came destroyed sick like, buried sick like, and they had taken the wives and the children and the livestock. The Bible says the men that were with the David, they said let's stone David, let's kill David. It's because of David that's why our wives are taken. And the Bible says and David encouraged himself unto the Lord. We're in the place of Christ. I know that you are feeling so rejected and rejected, but you got to encourage yourself in the Lord, right. through the blessing of priesthood. The Bible says he went into the house of Abiyazh, and he took the garment of priesthood, and he took the urim and the f- uh, 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 whatever he took, then he took now the effort. After taking the, taking the effort, he started to pray. As he was praying, the Bible says, doors opened open the apple. And God started now, to speak unto David. And he and to go it can i pursue these people and god said unto David go pursue you shall overtake and recover all in the place of priesthood so if i'm going to recover things that i lost in two years ago i should go to my i need to go to the blessed of priesthood am i going to salvation? if i'm going to overtake those that are ahead of me i need to go to the blessing priesthood. I know that you are feeling tired and you are saying, how am I going to cross over to the other side? But God is saying, go back to the place of priesthood. And the Bible tells me that the man said unto David that if we are going to go with you, what are we going to get? And the Bible says, when they followed their enemies, it was difficult for David to Sometimes in life you need to have gatekeepers. And the Egyptian was bruised. He was wounded. But he said unto David, if you want. Pray unto God and God restore. Short sure. restoration only comes through prayer. Come Shout sure. restoration. restoration. So if I want things to happen in my life, I must pray. I get to prophesy to somebody that God is going to stand on my dead for your family. So, if I'm a man of passion and affection, I can pray things that I don't want to see. that I don't want to see, you, I pray it out. position they are coming to life for performance issue and I prophesy and preaching to somebody that's why that devil is going to rise up but in that position of prayer and priesthood things are going to happen issue that you heard of such mission and abend Garbage. Yes, I care the matter of the priest. That's why the Bible tells me that I've sought for the man. As yes, I pray right now, let it open, let it open. Only my it on its own accord. See, I decree, I declare. Gifts are open up. I decree, I declare. Satanic and demonic gifts. I trust the right now. I, I, I trust the right now. See, I decree, I, I, I declare. declare. declare, declare. 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 Generous gifts. I trust them right now. Oh, See, so i decree and I declare. Yes. Case of discouragement, yes. I trust them right now. Yes. Case of bitterness. Yes. I trust them right now. Yes. So yes. as I pray. Yes. I pray. Yes. Any shame yes. that devil is used yes. to shame me with, yes. I'm picking a scatter. Yes. I'm picking a scatter. Yes. So yes. as I pray right now. Yes with the angels of God. And let, them let them perform in my life. Let them perform, let them perform. in my family. In my destiny. My Put your hands together and start to close demonic gates. Open up spiritual gates right now. Shall we cause that? Shall we the nature Shut to, to get to your you to, to get to Shabrate to get a very alto. Shabrate to get a very alto. La presu shaka tapari alto. Shamba toka pari alto. La presu shaka tapari alto. Che atom. alto pa alto. to get a very press Let to in Jesus' mighty name. We want to pray one last prayer points. Acts 12 13 says, and when he knocked Peter at the gate of the porch, a maid named Rhoda came to answer, and recognizing Peter's voice, in a joy, she felt open the gate but ring and told the people that Peter was standing before the gates. I wanna decree and declare this afternoon. That all the people that God has called to be destined connectors in life. Let them not forget you at the gates. I pray that when they see you at the gate, let them open the gate. It's only when the gate is opened that will you experience power. Some of our destiny connectors they are seeing us through the gate and they are happy that our life is going well. But we decree and declare that the gate must open up. If Peter had not continued to open up, he was going to languish at the gates I decree and I declare all the people went against, promises against. We are not going to die in the direction of promises. People must now perform based on their promises. And the Bible says that they said, now they said unto Rhoda, you are crazy, but she persistently and strongly and confidently affirmed that it was the truth. They said, it is his angel, which means this church, it was so spiritual that seeing angels, it was not something that they could really pray for. Angels could walk up and down. So they said it's this angel, which means there were angels that could represent Peter and that could look like Peter. Am I talking to somebody? Amen. And the Bible says, but meanwhile, Peter continued knocking and when they opened the gate and saw him, they were amazed. I want to pray and declare that when God listens to us in life and when God places you at the place of priesthood, you must not end up in just praying. Believe that what you prayed for can happen. Amen. These people, they prayed, but they could not believe that they would pray something and that something would happen. They are praying for Peter, but they are refusing that Peter can be out. They are praying and least but they are refusing that and can be out. God does not act according to your terms. He acts according to his own chance. So we want to pray for these connectors to open gates for us. Amen. They must not enjoy seeing us through the gates. The people that are calling you from, Dubai, calling you from, from from Brazil. They are just seeing you through the gates. No, we will help you with whatever money that you want. They are seeing us through the gates. They are saying that if you want a business. Uh, Justine, just have a proposal. We are going to finance you. They don't want to enter, but we we'll pray are praying that just are opening up. Amen. And again, we want to pray and say, God, make us to believe that whenever we pray for something, you can do it. I declare, as I pray right now, pray like, all, pray the all the gifts that leads to my city. Amen. To my breakthrough, to my destiny, I am opening up. See, so I will decree and I decree. I will lose from the gates and I am entering into the house. See, so I will decree and I decree. There's a prayer right now. Whatever I pray for, oh Lord my God, you need belief that it is them. So I declare, yes. And so I'm declaring, I want you to declare whatever you're expecting God to do in your life after this service. And I want you to believe that is the kind of somebody. Let the person praise, he mm-hmm. la kons <laughs> zole kande, zumande mi mbiya sula, le la kons mandu, jau tata ni bahasto, le brahista kita baluta, jamantu enkasto, jamrest Leprahista kina kita you are entering the house. You are moving from the gate. You are entering into a You are entering into your city. You are entering into a breakthrough. You are entering into power. You are entering into leadership. You are entering into grace. You are entering into promises. You are entering into elevation. Come on, somebody. You are entering. You're You're yes, I am entering. I am entering. I am entering. Are sitting of sitting at the gate, like the fallen person who said unto themselves that if we continue sitting at the gate, we are going to perish, that we are going to enter in the city. Come on, sir, and take a step of faith, If enter in the city, we shall call it a In Jesus' mighty and prayer let Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we honour you, we magnify your might, we glorify you because you are God. We thank you for the gates that are opening up. like before us, we are taking the step of faith through the priesthood. And we are saying if we continue to sit on the gate, we are going to die because there's death at the gate. But we enter in a city. I pray and I declare our city doors are opening up. You are entering in a seat of prosperity, entering in a seat of breakthroughs. You are entering in a seat of dimensions. You are entering in a seat of joy, entering in a seat of love, entering in a seat of power. You are entering in a seat of the anointing. You are entering of, in a seat of abundance. You are entering in a seat of grace. You are entering in a seat of elevation. You are entering in a seat of promotion. You are entering in a seat of businesses. You are entering in a seat of revelation. You are entering in your seat of mysteries. You are entering in a seat of power and grace. You are entering in a seat of abundance. You are entering in a seat of favor. You are entering in a seat of greatness. You are entering in a seat of freedom. You are entering in a seat of prophecy. You are entering in a seat of apostolic. You are entering in a seat of grace and power. You're entering in a seat when God is rising up, yeah. you are entering in a city of mighty breakthroughs. Yeah. You are entering in a city of major and enormous breakthroughs. Yeah. You are entering in a city of dreams, yeah. Entering yeah. in a city of visions. Yeah. Entering in a city of finances. Yeah. You are entering in a city of prosperity. Yeah. And you are entering in a city of power. Yeah. Come on, yeah. power. Ah, wow. We thank God this afternoon. We have come to the end of our wait and session this afternoon. I want to leave this time to the next program that is coming through. May the God bless you. May God make you that priest in your family, and may you take on the mantle of a priest standing on the game for your family. Believe that God is able to do mighty, powerful, that exceeds what you think or ask you for according to His might power in Jesus mighty name, God bless you. Amen. I will leave this time to the next program. God bless you.